0: Hello there everybody, Sean Sheehan again here today and you're probably thinking, what's this on a Wednesday? The podcast is usually out uh, on a Sunday, but what I have here for you today is a special episode from our severe MMA patron. Usually we have the roundup, but this week we decided, or this month even, we decided to give you a free podcast altogether. It's a whole podcast about how the newfound knowledge for MMA judging has kind of changed the sport. So we don't really go into judging, we're not talking about 10-9 rounds, 10-8, but we're talking about how we now watch fights with that knowledge kind of in our brain and how the world has changed uh, with the new knowledge of MMA uh, in uh, in the MMA sphere, I suppose. So it's a very, very interesting conversation, uh, and if you would like to listen, keep, continue to listen, but we have this uh, episode for everyone for free today. Now, because of our friends over at Manscaped, but if you like these friends, uh, these episodes uh, all the time, there, there's one out every Thursday as well as all the other stuff. Head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Severe MMA Podcast, and you'll be able to get it all there. Just go to Severe MMA forward slash Patreon. Uh, it's four fifty a month plus tax. So you get it there, you get the, you know, five free podcasts a month and then there's other stuff uh, over on Patreon. If you want to listen or if you just want to support us, uh, that would be absolutely fantastic and uh, please, please do. It'd be great. Um, So before we get into the podcast I must tell you that this one is available because of our friends over at Manscaped and it is smooth sack summer uh, f- to to you know it's coming to the end fellas and if you haven't been uh, Manscaping uh, for the summer sun it's not too late yet to uh, sweep your sack of those pesky pubes um, you can keep your boys fit and clean towards the end uh, of the summer so you can have fresh ball fall the leaders in Below the Waist Grooming are here to make sure your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than your girls pumpkin spice start the new season the right way and join the over six million men worldwide who trust Manskept with this exclusive offer for you you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code severe mma at manskept.com. Uh, I've been using it for a long, long, long time now and it's st- stood me in good stead, so you should too. And start off with the Performance Package 4.0. It has everything you need. It has the ball trimmer. It has the ear and nose hair trimmer. It has the crop preserver, deodorant, the reviver toner, the boxer briefs and the shade travel bag to pull them all into again. That lawnmower 4.0 uh, is absolutely brilliant. Advanced skin-safe technology, 7,000 RPM motor, multifunction on and off switch uh, so you can engage, travel lock, You can also use an underwater 4000K LED spotlight. Absolutely brilliant. Um, The liquid formulations to mention as well. You, you need to be using them lads you absolutely need to be using them the croppers are a ball deodorant uh, it, it helps you stay cool uh, in the heat or you know at the desk I'm telling you I'm sitting here at the desk now and it's the best thing you can have on you Stay fresh all day Sooning Aloe Vera formula it's the best in the business for blow the west freshness and a clear drying formula that keeps your sack looking and smelling good Manscaped even threw in two free gifts of uh, as part of the performance package 4.0 the boxers which I know the lads over on Patreon they absolutely love those boxes in the Shade Travel Bag as well it's the best one I've ever had and, I, and genuinely if Manscaped not fucking paying me to do this I'd be saying that too it is absolutely uh, brilliant it's on another level so keep yourself groomed from head to toe this uh, fall or autumn even uh, the Shears 2.0 is another part of it as well that's a nail grooming kit uh, so you can get it all done there it's absolutely brilliant with the performance package your balls will be ready to impress but make sure to cover the rest with the Shears 2.0 so you get 20% off and free shipping with the code SEVEREMANSCAP.com that's 20% off and free shipping with the code severe keep the things smooth and fresh as we say sayonara to smooth ball summer and enter fresh ball fall alright I'm going to throw it over here to uh, Oasis first then Harry Powell and then myself to have a little talk about judging
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Speaker's Corner. I, like every week, am joined by the King himself, Mr. Sean T. Sheehan. Mr. Sheehan, how are you, sir?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Um, just recovering from uh, a heavy weekend of uh, non mixed martial arts fun. So uh, it's been uh, it's been great. Obviously, this won't be out for a while, but and the people don't know when my heavy weekend is anyway. Because I usually we, I feel like the content doesn't fall, so we're we're all good. But um, yeah, I just we, we were talking about it briefly beforehand, but um, I feel like social interactions are a thing that is more difficult to deal with now, f- like physically and mentally. Uh, than it was beforehand because of, because of the pandemic, especially you know for for someone like me and I think like you as well who like kind of spends our weekends in, in watching mixed martial arts and are you know you know either for you like go to jiu jitsu and stuff like that or me hanging out with family it's, it's very it's um yeah I I think I think we're still. Uh, rehabilitating ourselves to society and that probably goes for most people unless you're one of the people, you know, working in a hotel or working in a shop or something like that it's, uh I don't know, it's weird it's it's weird the way this fucking pandemic has kind of changed us, and uh, it's good that we're changing back, because the next time I go to something big it'll be different, and then the next time after that, and then we'll be more used to it again, but uh I don't know, it's very, I, I've talked to a few other people about that and they were kind of saying the same thing, draining, you know, it's very draining, it's, we, we were actually talking about it as well with a fight before this, but to do so, let's say in a fight, right, you're, uh, you're a kickboxer and you're being forced to wrestle. For the whole fight, that's more draining. Say twenty five minutes of wrestling for you than twenty five minutes of kickboxing would be, just because you're kind of not used to it, I suppose. And I think that's that's the same for for life and just getting outside of things. Now we're just not as used to it as we as we once were. So it's uh, that's uh, a hurdle I think we all have to get over uh, as we uh, as we get back to to normality. Just like uh, just like mixed martial arts has.
1: Indeed, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I'm. Whether you believe this or not, I'm quite an introvert. If you allowed me to just sit at my PC and watch anime and do shit to them, whatever, <laughs> yeah. I would. I wouldn't talk to any fucker. But um, I, uh, I'm forced to do these things, and uh, I'm forced to go outside of my house, which you know is is against my will a lot of the time. But look, sure, we are where we are. Uh, I think you're right that the content doesn't slip. You work like a mad cunt to get all the content in, so that you can go and just take a few days away. And, uh, you know, these are times that you deserve. And maybe there's a Speaker's Corner about MMA fatigue in there too. But today, we're going to have a conversation about judging, but not in a way that, that people may think about judging. MMA, as a combat sport is, you know, there's one side of it, which is, which is a sporting occasion, but why do we love sport? We love sport because it provides us a level of entertainment, right? A lot of people see entertainment and they see uh, sports as a, as a method for them to, to sort of spice up the doldrums that is their nine to five working week, kids, family, bills, taxes, whatever, whatever, whatever. Something that's become very apparent in the last little while is that fight, the way that people view fights, the way that people, the lens with which people view fights has changed. The increase and the uptick in the awareness of judging, I think has detracted, and this is the question, detracted away from watching a fight and just allowing yourself to be consumed by the madness, to be consumed by the entertainment. Is that a statement that you agree with? And if you do agree with it, why do you think that that's
0: happened? I think I'm partly to blame if I'm, if I'm being honest. Uh, look for myself, it's it's unavoidable, and that's the way it has been over uh, over the last couple of years. But I I think the knowledge about judging that I have tried to get out there, and obviously other people as well. But I, I look, I'm going to pat myself on the back. No one has done it uh, as fervently as me. Maybe you could say other people have done it as well as me, but nobody is done it as fervently as I have over the last few years maybe you could try and Scott Fontana and Dan Urban into that uh, as well Uh, and that needed to be done it really needed to be done like we had part of our game which people like willfully misunderstood for years and years and years and years and not just willfully misunderstood they kind of made up their own rules right so that is a big massive issue imagine if we had a soccer match Every week, and we have got 10 in the Premier League every weekend, and instead of, like, knowing the rules of the game, each individual fan made up their rules for how a goal is scored, and why a goal is scored, and all of this, right? Or how the game is, and man, you know, it's, it's different, obviously, with a, with a sport like that, but, I don't know, let, let's say, uh, do you know one of those, like, rhythmic gymnastics or something like that? let's say instead of uh, you know gymnasts going out there and doing their dance doing their floor routine for 90 seconds or whatever it is and the judges having a, a set of criteria which I'm sure they do everyone watching in who has an interest in rhythmic gymnastics scored it their own way maybe one person likes a higher flip maybe one person likes you know how they dance to the music maybe one person likes you know uh, how they work when they're on the ground and on the floor and move along when, with that and May, may, and I don't know how it scored obviously but maybe it's a combination of all of those things and certain ones matter more than other things but imagine if that was the case then everyone watching would be like well I, how did that person win? I thought they, they, they did this to win and it it's the situation we had in MMA for a long 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 time Um, and to change that I suppose it took a lot of work, it took a lot of talk it took a lot of um knowledge mining i suppose on my part from talking to obviously Ben Cartledge we've seen on the podcast a couple of times and other judges and referees as well like the great thing about doing those kind of podcasts with Ben Cartledge is a few more judges kind of tweeted them out, or, you know, messaged me and go, this is a great thing, fair play to you, and I have talked to them and met them at events, and judges in Ireland, in the UK, in America, it's, it's great to have, you know, words from judges all over the place, right, so, that, I think that needed to be done, and the discussions we have weekly, and discussions the lads over on the Couchside Judges podcast have, and I see Aaron Bronstetter is, is kind of jumping on my bandwagon now, uh, so I'm doing a little bit of a fair play to work, work away, I have no problem with that. Um, they, that discussion has changed the way mixed martial arts is viewed, and you know, I, I'm proud of that in one way that uh, uh, something that uh, I led maybe has had that effect. But in another way, I and I said this on Speaker's Corner before, and it's why people maybe haven't heard me talking about judging as much lately. It's like, I feel like that knowledge is out there now. And what people do with it uh, is what they should. Now, the, I think things have actually changed for the worse in terms of the rules of mixed martial arts and how fights are being judged because of this, honestly, which is kind of bad. But I think the knowledge has gotten more. And with the knowledge uh, increasing, I think exactly what you said and exactly what the point of this podcast is, it might be a long winded way of getting there. But People are viewing the sport differently, and this is not just me sitting here thinking. Oh, I've changed how people look at the sport. You see people all the time talking about it. You see people on Twitter. You see people discussing it uh, on videos, or you listen to them in podcasts and different things. And you see it's like they're talking about the three Ds. They're talking about uh, the the criteria. Use the 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 UFC's intro under pay per views has literally changed to be more accurate to how um, fights are scored. You see guys like Brad Wharton talking about it all the time, uh, speaking in the correct manner of, of judging. You see... John Anik now more so. It's still not doing the best job in the world of it. But you see, even I've seen Kenny Florian in PFL. Obviously, John Big John McCarthy is going to do it very well. Uh, <laughs> I think he'd be doing it without anyone. But you, uh, Laura Sanko is exceptional. And even Bisping a little bit Even DC a little bit more, uh, even though he doesn't quite understand it. Um, so that... That has changed people's viewing, but I think the perception and the knowledge of people themselves has changed it more than anything else. I think a lot of people, and and I am a a very obtuse example of this, but I think a lot of people are sitting at home and they watch five minutes of a round and they're thinking to themselves in their head, like, did uh, that person land enough effective damage or did they have enough effective grappling or did did they just get enough damage to win the round even though they maybe had lost position for three and a half minutes of the round or something like that I think that is a thing right that three years ago almost nobody would have been sitting there at home thinking and now it's a thing I think almost every hardcore MMA fan is sitting there thinking if they're looking at a fight like that. Now, maybe some people are looking at it in terms of, you know, Israel Adesanya is my favourite fighter. Come on, Izzy, win, 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 and you're not thinking of the score at all. Or you're watching a heavyweight fight, and you're thinking, oh, it's going to be knock-on, and you're not thinking of it. Or like you, you're watching it from a tactical point of view, and you're not thinking of it all. Absolutely. But I think if you're watching it from like a, a sporting point of view, who do you think is winning point of view, I think a lot... I think the vast majority of people now are looking at it, or, or maybe... <laughs> reluctantly even looking at it from the point of view of, well, I know the scoring criteria now. And has that changed how people look? I would say massively, Harry. So I'm going to make one
1: point and then I'm immediately going to ask a, a sort of an intermediate question and then I'll come back with it with a larger question. So the, the point I'd like to make is even though I watch fights with an analytical mind and I watched it through that lens, and that's a conscious decision, due to the work of yourself and people like Scott Fontana and Dan Urban, although I must admit, you know, I'll I'll be honest, I only learned about Scott Fontana and Dan Urban from you, right? So because you were shouting those guys out, I then went over and had a look and I was like, oh Jesus, these guys are saying the same thing Shawnee's saying. So they're all in sort of the same wheelhouse. But it is impossible for me, because of the work that you and others have done, to not at least give a percentage of my analytical brain away to looking at it for the judging criteria. Because for me to analyze a fight, I must have an understanding of what I'm trying to analyze. Right? I'm not analyzing what looks pretty. I'm not analyzing what I like. I'm analyzing what's effective. And in order for me to understand what's effective, I must have an understanding of a rule set with with which is the definition of what effective is inside MMA. So because of your work, and this leads me on to my intermediary question, how does it feel genuinely, and this isn't the topic of the conversation at all, but how does it feel to have changed the course of MMA history forever?
0: Bad, I would say, would be my... uh... (laughs) Would be my initial reaction. Uh, do you know what? I, I I won't play it down. I won't be like, oh, you know, it's not really me. It was me. Like, it was definitely me. But I... I do you know, we started this podcast and you were like, oh, I'm... Uh, people might not uh, get it, but I'm introverted or whatever. I'm a bit, I'm a bit like that too. Like I, I'm i very extroverted when there is a camera I put in front of me or a microphone I put in front of me. But when I'm by myself, like I'll sit there and I'll fucking play a few games of FIFA and go to bed. Like, you know, <laughs> no, that's, that's me. I I I don't, like what I wanted to do, right? When I started this off and I didn't really want to do it, but after a while, what I wanted to do is I just wanted to get the knowledge out there, people to read it and then realize, oh yeah, okay, this is what we have let's go forward, when we're talking about, like, not even thinking about it during the fight, but after the fight, alright, this is how this fight scored, great, I understand it. Now, the world doesn't work like that, it isn't as easy as that, and uh, I I honestly, I, I think the problem with that is, and the world not working like that is, the reaction to, like, logical, fact, not, not even logical, factual information being put out there, is like hysteria at times, which, for someone like me who tries, you know, whose brain is kind of works. Uh, my background is in maths, as everyone knows, as I've mentioned a thousand times. Who works in a it works in a very kind of, um, you know, uh, equational way. If that's uh, if that's even a word, um, I I find it very hard to wrap my head around people not seeing it that way you know there's there's two types of people out there people who get mats and people who don't get mats. i feel like and it's very hard for both of them to understand the other person's perspective but in this one i look the, the one part i do understand from people and that i agree with as well is not agreeing with the rule set right there's certain parts of it i saw luke thomas talking the other day uh, about it and he was talking about how grappling uh, for a large part has been taken out of the mixed martial arts criteria now effective grappling is still there but just grappling in itself has been taken out and you know what I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that we could have a debate on whether that's the right thing or the wrong thing to do but to disagree with the fact that it kind of has been taken out i don't I, I I think he's right like i I do think he is he is right on that um but from my point of view and uh, to answer the question you asked me What I did was merely try to get the knowledge out there, whether you agree or disagree with it, go from a position where we have that full knowledge, we can score fights under that full knowledge, we'll do it for a time, then assess whether the scoring of fights with that full knowledge is right or wrong, and then make assertions after that. It feels like nobody's doing that. Now, Luke has done that, and the assertion that he has made is that grappling isn't as uh, prevalent as maybe it should be in MMA, which is a fair, fair argument. And I have no problem with people making arguments like that. And I've seen, you know, John Anik make certain arguments and other people make certain arguments. Uh, I and I myself have certain arguments that I think the, the criteria should be changed in different ways as well. But the... the... um the proliferation of what we have at the moment is there, but the acknowledgement of it is still massively down. I think it's probably up massively, but it's, it's low. Like if we, if we went from a position where it was, like, it was probably like 1% of people, I would say, you know, let's say a 1% of people actually like knew and understood the judging criteria, it let our uh, hardcores, let's say. And I would say now it's, probably up to 70%, right? And of that 70%, is it 50-50 with people, like, agreeing with it? Uh, Probably not. Probably not. I I think it's probably, you know, 75-25 of that 75% who probably disagree and don't want to, to, uh, you know, acknowledge it in the way it is, which is grand, in terms of the changes we should make in the future, but from what we have now, that means a large percentage of the fan base are still not are still not acknowledging. It's grand not being okay with it. I have no problem disagreeing with someone, but not acknowledging with it. Like when you when we start off, right, a fight. That criteria is there. It's written. That's what we have to go off of to base our winner of the fight on that. That those are the rules written. Whether you love them or hate them, right. And to begin and end that argument with "I hate them" is the wrong way to do it i don't i I think the criteria needs to be changed, right in different sort of ways. but you can't go into every single fight and look at it as like, "This is wrong. it doesn't matter what the result is via this criteria, I disagree with it. That's wrong, and that to me is the most frustrating part for me. And the like, I if if you uh, clicked your fingers, and made it go back to where I never started doing this. Would I do it? When I think about it that way, I pro- yeah, I probably wouldn't, you know. But when I think about it in other ways, I I I was most certainly would. And for me as well, you know, we would uh, not to turn this into doing things the right way. <laughs> As we always do. Patrick was saying the other day, we need to get a t-shirt printed off doing things the right way. Severe MMA, doing things the right way. That could be our new tagline, Severe MMA rhymes and everything. But uh, I would would do it anyway. You know, I would do it anyway um, because it's the right thing to do, you know, to try to get that knowledge out there, to try to get facts out. We, all the time, media, whether it's fucking American politics or whether it's Irish politics or whether it's sports or whatever, it seems to be right taking sides, it's, you know, you're either pro Republican or Democrat or you're, you know, Fianna Fáil or Sinn Féin or whatever, whatever you over in the UK, the conservatives and the, what are the other cunts called, Labour or right. some shit. Yeah. Uh, it's all, it's that, that's what media is these days. And people eat up whatever media they like and act as if it is straight down the middle media. Whereas what I try to do with judging is be straight down the middle with it and look at the actual facts of it. And that actually might look like I'm taking the sides of the judges and it probably I probably am taking the sides of the judges more than anything else. But it's because I have looked at that factual information over the years based on what we have and have seen that their side is probably the right side to be on. It's Journalism is not just uh, closed-headed, stat baked based facts. It's looking at those facts, making assessments on them and telling people uh, what those assessments are. If I had found that I think there was robberies all over the place and the judges were absolutely rubbish, I would absolutely 100% say that based on the facts of the criteria. That's not what I found. No, it's actually, I think it's gotten worse a little bit in the last while, but having said that, that's... You know, to a very long-winded again answer to the question you asked me about uh, about being part of it. I I I had to be part of it. I suppose once I started because that is uh, that's what I do, and that's what we do. We do it the right way.
1: Uh, let me circle back to the, to the original point, and I'm gonna I'm gonna expand this out now a little bit. So we've agreed that judging has changed the way with which many people watch the sport. And frankly, I think whether you're a hardcore or whether you're not more often than not. Now, when I look at the comments, if you go and you see um, UFC Europe or the UFC, they tweet out the results, right? There's a Twitter page called UFC results. They tweet out the page and they tweet out the score, right? Obviously, if somebody gets knocked out or finished or whatever, then obviously they don't. But whenever there's a, a conversation about score, whenever there's a conversation about result and oh, Angela Hill won 3027 or whatever it is there will be at least, not on my comments, but on most prominent people, there will be 5, 10, 15 people immediately after either trying to dissect the score and talk about why the score was the way it was or just argue it, right? So even if, as you've said, there's a propensity for them to not accept the rules that they are actually judging by, they're still talking and thinking about the judging of the fights, right? Now, is that because it's a hot button issue? Is that because we've now seeped the idea of judging into the masses' minds? I think that's up for debate. But the question I will ask is, do you think that it's taken away from the entertainment of the sport? Do you think it's taken some of the essence, some of the, the magic from the sport? Because instead of allowing yourself to be present and whole in the moment and watch these two fighters, whoever they are, put it all on the line, unless your name's Adrella Sanya, uh, put it all on the line, right? Do you think that because we're now separating from that and being like, oh, well, I must be able to talk about twit- on Twitter about something about judging and I have to be this, that, and the next thing, does that take away a little bit from the
0: actual fighting? Not a little bit, no, a lot. Yeah, a lot, I, I would say, yeah. I-, I don't watch the fights the same way as I used to. And I, I don't think I enjoy him as the same way I used to either because I'm watching them through a different lens now, which is very, very unfortunate. And that's another part of why I don't like being kind of a part of this in case other people like that. And other people have said it like that as well. But, you know, maybe that's the thing that will change over time. You know, it's, it's always better to have knowledge than not have knowledge, I suppose. And maybe it'll take time to be able to watch fights both from an enjoyment point of view and from... Uh, an analytical point of view in terms of analysing the judging, and not you know your type of analysis, you know, or it's analysing the the fight itself. But obviously that as well, you know. Um, so I, I do think that, yeah, and I think it's very hard. I, I think it's very hard to watch sports in general from lots of different point of views. Like when I when I watch Limerick hurling match, I, I couldn't tell you almost who's playing for the other team. I just watch my team and see how well they're playing, and like I, that's not the way to watch it. Like I probably couldn't be a hurling analyst because I wouldn't, I'd know the Limerick team in fucking depth, but the other teams, I wouldn't, I, i know them a bit, like you know, but I wouldn't know them that well. Watching soccer as well, right? Graham texts me every weekend, you know. Every time Liverpool can see the goal, I'm like ha ha ha, whatever, and uh, every single game that that guy watches it's the referee's fault if Liverpool won 7-0 got 4 penalties and fucking Blackburn Rovers had 9 guys sent off Graham would say the referee was against Liverpool like every single game every game and I have the receipts to back that up right and I'm probably the same when Limerick are playing or when Man United are playing or whoever Not, not as bad as that mad cunt but pretty bad as well and that's that's what fandom is about right you what but uh, man, my point on that is it ruins the game right I hate when I have to watch a Man United well I had to when I have to watch a Man United game full stop there is the end of that but I, let's say when they were good or even a couple of years ago when they weren't as shit as they are now to like watch a game and the referee be the biggest part of it as you perceive it, not even necessarily if it's the fact, but as you as a, a, a fanatic perceive it, it ruins it a bit. Like, it definitely ruins Where You can go and watch a great game, and it's like 4-all or whatever, and there's no contentious decisions. That's what we want out of sport. But with MMA, it's like the judges are always involved, unless there's a big knockout. You know, the best start to fight is like a five-round mad fight with a big knockout towards the end of it. Um, uh, the green zombie against uh, Yaya Rodriguez, perfect example what a great fight, big knockout towards the end the judges aren't involved, absolutely fantastic right absolutely great um, so I I do think we like are, are thinking when of, and it comes out as simple as this right let's say, who's, what's the fight coming up, Charles Oliveira is fighting Islam Islamikachev right if Charles Oliveira Lands a big shot in Makachev and drops him. Are you thinking there, right? Like, oh my god, what a fucking punch! What a shot! Or are you thinking, oh my god, how much is that going to score? Right. Let's say Makachev has held him down, has wrestled him for four minutes and thirty-five seconds, and then they're on the feet. They're on the feet for a bit. There's five seconds left, and he gets dropped hard. Are you thinking, oh my god, what an unbelievable interround? Are you thinking who stole that round? And that's a question John Anik has asked me a few times when I've been on his show. And that's a question that has, uh, i use the word proliferate again, but proliferated commentary because we don't talk about the punch anymore, unless it's a big knockout punch or or whatever it might be. We talk about it, um, in terms of the scoring of the round, which is something that has, uh, to answer both of your questions there in a row, it has changed how we watch MMA. um, but, it, 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 you know, it has also changed the enjoyment of MMA, because we should be sitting back enjoying that big punch that just got landed, but what we're, what we're actually talking about is how much it scored, which is a tough thing to to navigate, really. Well, we have to do both there, and maybe maybe we need to get better at doing both of those things. Um and there's no solution to that really there is no solution that the only solution to that is to go back in time and for no one to to care about judging or or anything but the one funny thing as well and maybe maybe this is more of like a a judging topic than the the speaker's corner topic but I was watching the fight there uh, it'll be a couple of weeks ago at this stage by the time this comes up but the Jack Cartwright fight on Dana White Contender Series and uh, I saw Aaron Bronsetter praising Bisping for talking about how you steal around towards the end of it because uh, there'd been someone who got in the mouth and they landed a few strikes, and uh, I was watching that fight. And there was, um, was it a, it was a submission anyway? A choke, I think it might have been a dart, if I'm not mistaken. But it was very close in in the fight. Right? It was, it was as effective a grappling maneuver as you'd see without the fight being in the type of job. Maybe not quite that, but up highly scoring, I would say. And it was kind of just ignored. You know, when you got to the, towards the end of it, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself there, right, he's getting praised here for good judging analysis, a good judging talk, but he's doing exactly what people hate when talking about judging. He's just talking about the last thing that happened, and he's just talking about striking. Whereas the thing that happened beforehand in that fight, maybe it was like three and a half minutes beforehand, but it was, in my opinion, more effective in terms of how the scoring is done. Right, in, in, in how effective grappling and effective striking are right there, arm in arm together on the same level. The late mount, it was a very high mount, it was like a neck mount. He mounted his neck, right? He was over the two arms and he, was, and he was landing some good strikes. It was effective, but I don't think he was like, I don't think in the 10 seconds or whatever that he was there, the fight was going in, he quickly got out as well, but he landed some good strikes. Like in the 10 seconds he was caught in the darts, so I think there was way more of a chance of him getting either choked asleep or tapped and the fight finishing. That is exactly how you judge which should be scored more. And that kind of wasn't. So the. That discourse about it as well is something, you know, we're talking about here, have we kind of gone too far with judging? I don't think we've gone far enough in some aspects because we that's not a discussion we have too much, and that's the intricacies of judging that I think separates the judges from, you know, even myself who's done a lot about it and other people as well, and that's the type of question I love to ask a judge, you know, I watch that start to fight and I ask, like, who, who, if you were to take that 10 seconds versus that 10 seconds, who scores more highly? And you know, we talk, you asked about enjoyment and enjoying watching fights. You can enjoy the analytical aspect of judging fights as well, because that to me is like, that's very interesting, like, that, and I always talk about equations. That equation of who wins that section versus who wins that section, from a judge's point of view, is is to me very, very interesting. So, it's I suppose it, there's lots of negatives, but it's not all negatives, Sorry.
1: I agree. And The thing I will, I'll come back on a couple of points and my, I'll start with my question and then I'll uh, maybe go, go, go into my own thoughts. I think my, my, my follow-up question is, do you think it comes full circle? Like my, I think to me, I think it does, right? To me, I think what's going to happen is just the same. This is just a development like any other sport has a development VAR when it first first came out and whatever your opinion on it is right now in 15 years it will just be part of the sport right if it stays that is right whatever whatever but whenever a rule change comes in and becomes baked into the sport people move on to something else to complain about something else to highlight something else to focus so the alleviation of judges the elevation of judging sorry will if not continually pushed will just become part of the sport and people will go back with a slightly updated bit of software for when they're watching fights. They'll move back to, oh, this is an absolutely incredible fight. What a brilliant fight we're watching. Massive punch from Charlie Olives. That's amazing. But in the back of their mind, something will say big punch from Charlie Olives equals big scoring. Do you think that it's, worth the pain that we're going through now do you think it's worth the pain of the questions you're asked do you think it's worth the pain of people like bisping representing judging in the incorrect way for us to get to 15 years down the line when the fan base is more generally educated
0: if we get there yes i think it is probably worth it you know i'm skeptical about whether we do get there (laughs) to, to be honest um yeah, uh, th- 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 you look at say sports like the NFL, say where the uh, where the VAR of the NFL, whatever it's called, has been brought in, and it is very much part of it now, and they accept it, even though like they still blame the referees more than anything else. Whereas in in uh, soccer and things, we we kind of blame VAR and things, but it's I think it's very different in in a sense because when. The technology kind of comes into to uh, mixed martial arts, you know, and we see like they're doing replays and the, the you know the the VAR. I like. I don't know if I'm completely for that. To be honest, I I I I'm like my sports, a man versus a man or a woman versus woman, and in one referee, and then that is it. You know, I know obviously the three judges sitting outside as well in, in if that's the start of the sport, or eleven versus eleven on the field with a referee and a couple of linesmen or whatever. Uh I, I like my sport that way. And like, if there is a mistake, there's a mistake, right? There's been mistakes down through the years. Let's move on. Like Philip O'Connor talks very well about this, and maybe this is we should get him on for one about this sometime as well. Like, sometimes we forget it is sport and it is just enjoyment and it is something that you know we obviously take very seriously and it's a job for me and for other people and for the people obviously involved in it as well but at the same time like how far do we want to take that like do we want to take that to a place where it's all serious and it's all non-stop enjoyment, uh non-enjoyment if you want to put it that way and it purely like you know, has everything has to be right, everything has to be proper, everything has to be dialed in perfectly, or do we lead, do we keep it a sport? Like what is sport? You know, when we when we think about it, sport is something we enjoy, something we grow up adoring, something we look at a person like a Oliveira or a Aldo or a Dashvilly or a McGregor or a, you know, Francis Ngannou and we marvel at their athletic ability and their skill and their ability to go out and do it in front of loads of different people and enjoy it. And the same for the person who does it in Bellator, or PFL or LFA or Cage Warriors or Cage Legacy or at the IMAFs are in a fucking gym for their first amateur fight because they have given their all for the last two years to become sufficient enough at this sport to take on another person in the same role. And I I kinda like the the rules for that amateur fight being the same as the rules for John Jones versus Francis Ngannou. if you get me. Like, I've umpired uh, hurling matches before, right? And it's the exact same, uh, apart from Hawkeye, you know, we have a thing where it tells you if the ball's gone over the bar or not, which is, that's more acceptable, I think, than than other things. That's grand, because at least that's factual. I like it's the the same referee, the same umpires, the same uh, sideline officials and all. It's the exact same as like the All-Ireland Final in front of 80,000 people. I like that. I think that's what sports should be. I think the person playing that fucking junior B match in I should have the ability to climb their way to play in front of 80,000 people. Or if you're a nine-year-old playing in a five-on-five game, you should... Have that aspiration to get to Wembley to play in the Champions League final or the World Cup final, or whatever it might be. I I I really do, that and I think that should be the way in mixed martial arts as well for a lot of it. Um, and with that, there'll be mistakes. But can we live with those mistakes? I think like that is the the crux of the argument with judging as well, right? If we have a set of criterion which we could all agree on, right? And I think the ones we have now are pretty good. I don't think it's perfect, right? But let's say we all agree on pretty good is good enough. And if we could all agree, right, that there are going to be mistakes as well with people on their way up who are analyzing fights, uh, or sorry, judging fights, and also there's going to be differences of opinion on which shot lands better than other shots, which shot did more damage, which grappling um, manoeuvre scored more versus which punch scored more, whatever it might be. If we can realise those intricacies and very quick intricacies that, are, that I just put out and realise that there's going to be differences of opinion, there's going to be different scores and th- there's going to be different results, I think we would be in a lot better place and maybe that's where we need to go with next with judging right? It's not about the uh, Ben Carly Java says it to me and it's very smart. Uh, It's not about agreement. We will never get agreement. It's about understanding, right? And if we had a little bit more understanding in all aspects of life and sport, Jesus wouldn't be a lot better of a fucking place. And I think that's what we need to have. We can't all be fucking Graham, lads. We can't all be with Graham with 29 wrong fucking decisions in every Liverpool match right? Okay, and we can't all be me with, uh the judges never do anything wrong ever, you know, I and mean, I'm not quite that, but if you want to perceive me as that, absolutely. But let's get somewhere towards me rather than towards Graham. What do you think, Gary?
1: I mean, I think per- personally, that's probably a beautiful way to end the podcast, but I'm not getting anywhere near a Graham and Sean war. I am Switzerland. I mean,
0: I mean, I want that war. Come on, let's let's do it. We've had plenty of them yeah okay we'll, we will leave it there so that's that was a fun podcast i enjoyed it i like i i said it at the start there i haven't been talking as much about judging recently and that it's not i suppose i didn't mean that but i did mean it in a way i kind of I feel like It's almost In the relaxation phase Now And we talked before About open scoring Maybe it's time In a couple of weeks To do an open scoring Podcast now Because as you said People have moved on From it You know And we we kind of Said in the podcast We will do an open Scoring podcast In Speaker's Corner When people have Moved on from it And it seems like They have kind of A little bit So maybe that's uh, Another part It's not really judging But it is kind of judging So uh, we will Maybe talk about that In a few weeks Okay we will leave it there Let us know what you think For Sean For Harry, that was Speaker's Corner.